Emily and I are playing a lot of footsie today. I just want you to know that. Wow. Thanks for telling us. Okay. I'm Emily, and I'm playing Kemen. He's a seven foot nine fearbolg, so he's a half giant. He's got flappy lamb like ears, dusty blue skin, and he dresses like a bit of a hippie, Birkenstocks and all. He's the bassist in the band Dreamlancer, and he's got a shaggy beard and is wearing a train hat. Wendy here, being played by Nora today, like every other time you've ever heard Wendy as a character. Wendy's feeling great about not getting covered in any goop last time, but it, it really probably won't last. Uh, but for now, this snow leopard to boxy bard is feeling pretty good. I'm Brayton, and I'm playing Staff today. Staff is a changeling bard on an adventure to see the world. Staff is taking the form of Scrapper, who was hired as a replacement guitarist for the band Dream Lancer when Staff's old persona was fired from the job. Scrapper is a shifter. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour... The gang met the inhabitants of Oddwalk Village, and Windy told the village the tale of Dreamlancer and their expedition up the Mountain of Fame. We join them as they awake the next day and plan to play their show. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. The gang wakes up to the smell of turkey bacon. Fresh on the griddle. Where do they get turkey from? Fresh off the griddle. From the woods. Turkey of the woods? woods. Haunted turkey. Like chicken of the woods. Turkey is chicken of the woods. Oh. Tuna is chicken of the sea. What's the chicken of the cave? Pterodactyl's chicken of the sky. Bats are chicken of the cave. Bats are mice of the sky. What about chicken of the castle? Oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> and River says, good morning, everybody. Hey, man. Welcome to breakfast. It smells so good. Is there good. coffee? Welcome we, yourself. We have some coffee? Uh, Yep, I'll make some coffee real quick. Sweet. Hey, uh, big guy, you want to make some... What did you learn to cook with? Spaghettis. You want to make some breakfast spaghetti? Good old breakfast spaghetti. Sure, if that's that's what you're after. I was just trying to think how you could use your talents to help. I'm just going to knit with spaghetti later. Yeah, what the crap? So you guys know. So now Kevin gets two extra skills that neither of us get nothing. I don't know if you can call that knitting a skill. Okay, all right. Not proficient in knitting. Not proficient in knitting. No, I'm a noob knitter. Uh, don't worry, if Kevin tries to knit in like a couple days, he probably forgets how to do it. That's going to be the thing, is that every town I'm going to try and find someone to remind me how to do it. You always have to relearn how to cast on. (laughs) I mean, it is hard to learn that part. I learned how to knit first, and then I learned how to cast on to knit my own things. And then you hear a big commotion outside. Does it sound like a fight, or does it sound like... Uh, hey, we're new in town, and like that kind of commotion. It sounds like, now hold on a minute, everybody. We need to know what's going on around here, because this ain't working out right, and this is going to be a problem. I go outside, and I look what's happening. You see Al, and he's like, Dream Lancer. Hey, Al. We have a problem. What's the problem? What's up? All of the stage props from the stage caravan truck are missing, and we can't do our play without them. When was the last time you saw them? 
Not that long ago. Do you do plays on the reg? Every time we get a visitor, and we just had two other visitors this month. Do you think they took it? Maybe. I don't think so. How big are these things? It's a bunch of, like, costumes and stuff. We need it's the wardrobe for the play. We're not doing no play without wardrobe. If you're a good actor, yeah, just pretend that you're wearing a costume. No, it's about the culture. <laughs> I think it's about time we start having nudist plays, you know? It's not a bad idea. Is there any kind of, like, like inventory list? Like, or is it contained in something that we could identify? I mean, we're, we'd love to help you look. You guys have been more than hospitable to us, but just some clothes is going to be hard to find. They're in garment bags. Oh, what color are they? Black. How many were there? 25. Well, did anybody see anything suspicious? I woke up. And they're gone. Well, I promise we didn't take them. When was the last day you saw them? Let's just say yesterday. That makes sense. Okay. And because of this whole commotion, a bunch of people have gathered. Where are they normally stored? In, like, the theater wagon. Well, where, which one is that? Maybe there are some clues there. Yeah, we should look around and see if we can find any clues. He points at the theater wagon. Well, Are there we, any clues? Well, all three of us fit in there at the same time. No. Yeah. Wendy, stop. And I hold my arm in front of you. Before we go in, look at the tracks. Someone had to go in and out of the wagon. I look closely at the tracks outside of the wagon. I'll help. Oh, I wrote a one. I want to do it myself. Too bad. I got a ten. Okay. Well. Well, I get to, if I, he's helping, I get advantage, right? Okay. 16. Okay, it's not a very fresh snow, so there's been a lot of traffic in and out of there because they've been putting on plays, and all the actors that are in the plays and stuff go in and out of there. So it's difficult to find any valuable information in the tracks in the snow. I look around. Do all the taboxies walk around shoeless? No, just the snow leopards. I want to look inside of the theater wagon. Me too. I wonder if the rest of the box you would, because it's got to be hard to put, like, a shoe on that. And you probably lose some of your climbing check if you put a shoe on that. So maybe they do walk around. They just get cold feet. And they run away from getting married all the time. Yeah. Or they get, like, um, good, like, footsies instead of, like, uh, boots. They wear, like... Like, foot wraps. Yeah. Well, can we tell... Is it possible? Are there boot tracks and foot wrap tracks? It's... The snow is so trod on that it's effectively not a thing of snow anymore. It's just... Heavily packed. Okay. I want to look inside of the wagon. Okay. I'm going to investigate. And I'll help. 24. The trick is there's a lot of stuff in here. Anything suspicious looking? Because like a- almost everyone in the village from time to time plays a part in one of these plays. So it's a very heavily traveled communal area. Was there still stuff left in there? Like did they only take some of the garment bags? Or did they take everything? Yeah, a lot of the props are still there. What about, like, is there, like, a used cigarette butt or, like, a suspicious-looking handkerchief or anything? Did they plug the sinks and turn on the drains and just, like, fill it with water? Is there a corpse in there? <laughs> no. <laughs> Does it smell like there was a corpse in there? No. Does it smell like mothballs? No. No. So my investigation Maybe. turns up Bupkiss. Bupkiss. Okay. 
While they're doing that, I walked around the outside of it to see if there were any tracks or any windows that are open that are unlocked. The door was unlocked. Oh. Oh, shit. But what else was unlocked? Oh, yeah, but what else? I walk around the outside looking to see if there's any tracks on the outside or if any windows have been tampered with. There's a lot of tracks. Inside the village, there's been lots of walking, so a lot of the snow's like... Just around the, the wagon. Yeah, the wagon's in the village. I hate to cut in, but are you saying that the village is closely packed enough, the wagons are close enough together, there's just a kind of a walkway around each wagon that goes to a bunch of other wagons, potentially? And there's not a space that's directly beside the wagon that would not be in, the, like, a yard? Because there's space around, and then there's, like... Because they're kind of sparse, like, they're not, like... Okay. Super packed. And then I hate to step on Emily's toes, but Emily, you're asking if there are any tracks right up against the yeah, wall of the wagon. Like they climbed in through a window or they climbed out through a window or they looked inside through the window. You know, sneaky, suspicious behavior okay. tracks. No suspicious tracks. Okay. I meet up with the gang and I'm like, guys, I don't see anything outside. I want to ask Al if like he knows anybody that he would suspect of taking these costumes. Um, Al says, I don't know, it seems like it's really important to everybody in the town, so it seems fishy that somebody would do this. Especially, because everybody's pretty excited about this Dream Lancer show, and they know we can't do the show if we don't do the play, because we're more concerned about getting to the bottom of this than we are watching some rock and roll show. Well, maybe you should see, like, a sample of the show, because I'm pretty sure you're not going to give two craps about some dumb play after you see how awesome rock and roll is. This is the most important thing that's happened in our village ever. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying rock and roll is probably better than your whole village. Rock and roll's second most important thing that's ever happened in our village. Al, I got a question for you. What? Would you please list all the people that are involved in... The play? Like who plays what? Who's directing? No, because I don't know all those details. That's smart. You got to keep it loose. Who's in <laughs> charge of it? Uh, I'll tell you everyone that's involved. Trunk, River, me, Alenda, Dawn, and Cloudy. What about Toad? Nope. They're involved in the kids' plays. I know this is the wrong time for this conversation, but you should really consider getting Kaana involved because... She's one hell of a performer, we've heard. Literally, we've heard her. You yeah, know. but, like, like, she's still learning the plays. You know, you gotta, she's only been here for, like, a week or something. Okay. Does she live here now? She's just chilling for a little bit. It's cold outside. Okay. Well, you have our word. Dream Lancer Snowy Mountain will get to the bottom of this mystery. I uh, pull Scrabber aside and I'm like, it's not, you don't add snowy mountains. I don't after. know when to add what to the, I just know that that's normal uh, here. Okay, well you just, how about you just don't use it? And I'll use it appropriately and you just don't use it at all. Okay. okay. And then I wink. <laughs> and then I say, turn back to Al and I say, you have our word, Dream Lancer. And then I look expectantly at Wendy. Yep, Dream Lancer's word. Okay. And then Trunk shows up, and he says, what's all this commotion about? Somebody stole all your costumes for your play. What? I know. This Shocking. is terrible. 
We won't be able to do this show tonight. I inspect the quality of craftsmanship of Trunks' clothing. I was so excited about watching Dreamlancer play after the play. We could still play, even if there is no play beforehand. We've got to find these outfits. They're very important to our culture. Yeah, I mean, we're going to help you find them. I'm just saying, like, the show doesn't have to be canceled, you know? There aren't that many places to look in the village. We can probably just find them. Yeah, we should search everybody's house. Yeah, do you have the power to get everybody out of their house while we search? And then Dawn from the back says, I bet the ghosts took them. The what? The ghosts. In the woods. Al says, the woods aren't haunted. I'm going to go in the woods. Hold on a second. Why should we trust you instead of Al, who admittedly has a lot more years under his belt to know the truth of things? Who are you talking to? Dawn. What? Dawn said that there are ghosts. Al says there aren't. I'm asking what evidence Dawn has to make such a radical claim. Have you been in the woods? Yeah, man, I saw something. Spooky. They're spooky. And they're ghosts. I saw something. And they take stuff from our village all the time. Do, do they? What was the last thing they took? Costumes. <laughs> what kind of ghosts are they? Like, do they look like Tabaxi? Um, I don't know. I've never seen one. Oh, okay. So you're just full of crap. What was the last thing they took before they took the costume? I don't know. Just think about it, though. Ghosts are always taking stuff. Name one thing a ghost ever took. A pocket watch. I don't know about that. I want to roll insight on this. I caught 13 insight. How am I feeling? Uh, you feel like Dawn is genuinely terrified of the woods for being haunted. Listen, Dawn, when you get to be old like us... You'll understand. You get a couple years of travel under your belt. You'll understand. Woods are almost never haunted. Wait a minute. What if the thing that I saw in the woods out of the side vision, the periphery, is like those ghosts from Mario 64 that when you look at them, they disappear. But when you look away from them, they're there. And they move toward you and try and eat you. Yeah. We should go in the woods. All right, have fun going in the woods. I'm going to first look around this whole village because we got to figure out who would benefit from stealing all of the equipment from the play. I don't know. It sounds like the ghosts would benefit. Trunk says, that's a good point because who here doesn't like rock and roll? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you'd have to be an absolute fool. Raise your hand if you don't like rock and roll. I look around. Nobody raises their hand. See what I mean? Raise your hand if you don't like bad acting. Everyone raises their hand. Yeah, me too. Oh, me too then. I raise mine too. All right, and then I look at Al and I'm like, Al, is he acting of high caliber? Yeah, we're world-renowned. We were 20 years ago. Okay, pretend like there are ghosts in the woods. 25 years ago. Go. Wow, that is good acting. <laughs> oh no, ghosts. Why did your voice get so high? That's what happens when you're scared. That's his acting voice. Act like you're in love. I love you so much. Guys, let's do a quick huddle. I huddle. Who's in the huddle? The th- Dream Lancer. Where's Lars? Sleeping. It's Dream Lancer minus Lars. Okay. 
And I say, it's probably cloud, right? Think about it. First off, people who knit are boring and don't like rock and roll. That's not true, man. I learned how to knit today, yesterday, soon ago. I stand by what I said. Second off, he probably wants them to need all new costumes so that he can knit them. Because people who knit are always trying to replace every piece of clothing with knitted clothing. How nefarious. You know what I mean? Hear me out. I'm not trying to metagame or anything, but like there was no one in the story that knitted until I asked for there to be one. Wait, you just said you're trying, not trying to yeah. metagame. And then you're you trying metagame. very hard, Emily. I just wanted to say it out loud before we go down this rabbit hole. I'm fine going down the rabbit hole. I want to go walking in the woods me and too. see these ghosts. Me too, me too. What if we let you do the thing around town and we go to the woods? <laughs> okay, sounds good to me. Do you want to get Lars with you? Yeah, I'll get Lars. That way we have two and two. Yeah. Dawn, do you want to go with us and see if we can find the ghosts? Yeah. Okay, I cool. I thought you are afraid of the ghosts. My mother always said, Kevin, there's only one way to beat your fears. With a stick? No. She just said that. That's the saying. That's the entire saying. There's only one way to beat your fears. Wendy. Yeah? I just shake my head. And then I walk away. Towards the woods. Anybody else want to come to see the ghosts? Uh, there's like a pretty wild groan from the rest of the people nearby. Okay. They don't seem enthused. All right. Dawn and Kevin and I all head into the woods. Dawn says, I'll bring my bow. Perfect. Great plan. I'll bring my sword. Smart. I'm going to bring all my stuff. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have armor on. I have my weapons. I'm, I have my traveling Do you have your bard instrument. I have my little square. Actually, I left my little square of knitted thing for Crow back in the hotel or whatever. You're not taking Crow? No, Crow's with me, but the square is like his little blanket thing I made for him. Okay. I've suited up. I'm ready. We have ghost armor. It's our strong belief in our own abilities. We need one of those meters that tells when you're near ghosts that goes like... Yeah. yeah. You can have one. They're just made up, so you can just like pick up a rock or something and (laughs) you'll have it. All right. To the woods we go. Into the woods we go. Wendy and Kevin and Dawn head off into the woods. Roll perception checks. 21. 19. All right. You hear a wolf. Which direction is it coming from? North. But it sounds like it's talking. What does a wolf sound like when it doesn't howl? Like a husky. husky, like singing. They like sing talk. All right. You hear a husky sing talking. Is it words, words that we understand or just like? It sounds like it's in ordinary, but not quite discernible. I go that way. I want to circle, I want like the big guy to head straight that way and I'll like circle around to try and approach it from a different angle. East or west around? Northeast. Okay. Roll another perception check. 15. 19. From the corner of your eye, about 60 feet away from you, you see a Yeti walk out from behind a tree and it raises his arms above his head and it screams, roar, and then it walks behind another tree. I yell back, roar, let's be friends. And then Dawn screams at the top of her lungs. She says, we're going to die out here. 
And then I'd look at Don. I'm like, you can go back if you want, but I want to meet this guy. Are Yeti dangerous? Do we know that? Uh, roll a history check. 16. Uh, I got a 8. I mean, Kevin knows that uh, there's no chance that like a handful of villagers would have against a Yeti, but like you guys could just wipe one out. Wouldn't even think about it. Because we're tough. Big tough guys. Hey there, groupies. Brayton here. So in the States here, the United States of America, I mean, it's Memorial Day again. And um, that means that this is the fourth year anniversary that Bardic Mystery Tour has been coming out. And that seems a little bit crazy because I didn't think I was that old. So, I don't have anything special to say about it per se. I just really appreciate you guys supporting us. It makes us feel really awesome. We had this silly idea to do a podcast a couple years ago. Well, four years ago. Well, five years ago, maybe. And, and we did it. And you guys listen to it. And it makes us feel awesome. We really appreciate all the feedback we get from people. I like it whenever people tell us. Like, oh, hey, here's a fan theory I have about this character. Or, oh, that's just like when this happened in your show. And uh, it makes me feel really appreciated and really supported. So, from everybody at Bardic Mystery Tour to everybody who's at home listening or out and about listening, you don't have to listen at home. Don't feel constrained by that. Thank you so much, very sincerely, for listening to our podcast. And... For all of the people who support us financially on Patreon, thank you for doing that. We really appreciate it, and we don't have any plans to stop soon, so keep coming back every uh, every other week and get some more Bardic Mystery Tour. I can't promise it'll all be on time all the time, but, you know, nothing in life is worth it if it's not worth waiting for. Am I right? Yeah. Um... Don't forget to go to bardicmysterytour.com. That links to everything you might be interested in Bardic Mystery Tour related. And we'll see you guys in two weeks for the last episode of the Odd Walk Village Arc. All right, Scrapper, what are you doing? First of all, I go into the theater cart. Is there a makeup kit or a disguise kit or anything? Yep. I'm going to have to get myself in the mindset of a detective. So I pretend like I'm using the disguise kit, and I just change into an anthropomorphic dog man. Are there any costumes left? Sure. Is there a trench coat? Yep. What do you call the kind of hat that you wore if you were like a 1920s detective? Or what Raphael wore when he was an undercover? A trilby. A fedora. There's, is there either one of those hats? Do you want the one that's like plaid and has ear flaps? No. Wow. Which one do you want? A trilby or fedora. Yeah, there's one of them. Is it beige to match the overcoat? Yeah, yep. I put that on. Okay. And I go back outside. But I'm wearing the same clothes, so everybody can tell it's still me. How do all the cat people react to an anthropomorphic dog person in their midst? That's a good point. The whole town seems a little more nervous. And Al says, Scrapper, did you just walk in there and turn into a dog? You betcha, Al. Is your collar popped? Yes. And I'm not looking up any pictures of references right now. He doesn't have a hat. He doesn't? Oh. Good. Then I throw my hat back inside the cart. And I say, I'm here because I heard there's a mystery to solve. 
My name's Ruff. Ruff McStuff? Yeah, I like that. My name's Ruff McStuff, and I'm a detective. Fantastic. Who all has access to this theater cart? Basically the whole town. I think it's generally unlocked. Now I heard that you, sir, are the cat in charge. Is that true? In charge of what? The town. Oh, we all just kind of live here. Who in this town hates the theatrical arts? Nobody. One of the things about the theater is that it keeps kids off the streets. Amen. And it keeps them in the village and saves them from their wanderlust. Uh, uh, wanderlust might not be that bad, you know? But then who's going to keep the village going? Look at our people. Look at our carts. They're falling apart because everyone leaves. Because we got the curse of curiosity from the cat god. One day there won't even be an odd walk village anymore. Yeah, I was under the impression that that wasn't that big of a deal to the people who founded this village. Because it was founded by a traveling band of performers. But think about our culture. I think that I, as an outsider, have a lot to learn about your culture. Dun-dun. Um... I think that Ruff McStuff wants to go around town and look for somebody who's uninterested in the play or look for clues, but I'm not sure how yet. Okay, then we'll come back to you. Okay, thanks. Wendy and Kemen. Do I know in my mind what languages a Yeti would speak? Uh, you don't think Yetis speak languages? I think they're animals. Yeah. Okay, so he didn't really try and be my friend when I yelled at him. No, he just yelled at you. Which way did he go? Behind a tree. Which tree? Can I see that which one. tree? That yeah. one? Uh-huh. Okay. I want to sneak towards that one. All right. Roll a stealth check. I'm just going to hang back for right now. Okay. Um, Dawn is clinging onto your arm. I got a natural 20. Yeah, but what did your other one get? Because you're disadvantaged. I, know. I got a 12. I was just excited that I got a 20. Why you disadvantaged your armor? Yeah, it's a jingle jangly. The plus one doesn't make it quiet. No. Sadly. 21. All right. You sneak over to the tree. Can I hear him breathing? No. The tree isn't even large enough to hide a Yeti behind it. How? And he's gone. I look for his big footsteps. Roll an investigation check. I got one, so I don't think it's worth it. I got a five. There are no prints in the snow. I go back to Wendy and Don. What'd you see over there, big guy? Ah, uh, he's, he's gone. Hmm. There's no tracks, no trace of him. Does this happen often, Don? It's ghosts. Well, that was clearly a Yeti. A ghost Yeti. Okay. And they kill people in the woods. How do ghosts kill people? Also, if they, if they kill people, Strangle them. why do you let your children play in the woods alone? I don't have any children. What about Toad and whatever the other Star. one's names were? Star. Their parents left the village. Uh, Fresh. Fresh picked is his name. It's a shitty name. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is he a Goldenberry? He is. Yeah. Fresh picked Goldenberries. It's a family name. It goes way back. I'm not, I'm not, I don't care about that at all. I want to continue walking into the woods to see if we can see any more creatures. All right. Roll a perception check. 30. 19. The wind picks up, and it makes a whistle in the trees, and it sounds like, Go away. 
Why do you want us to do that? I'm trying to speak wind. Okay, windy. Yeah, I think I can do that with advantage. All right. Roll a talk check. I'm going to add my uh, wisdom. Okay. 14. Okay, you talked real good. Great. Dawn says, are they there? I don't know. Didn't you hear that wind whisper? It said, like, go away. Oh, I heard that. Should we go back to the village? No, no, no. We should definitely stay in the woods. What if the ghosts kill us? They won't. Then we'll be dead, and then we won't have to worry about it anymore. We could be ghosts. <laughs> then we can fuck up the other ghosts. Can't be enjoyed them. It's not what your mom always said. <laughs> yeah. All right, I keep going towards where we heard the go away from the woods sound. Okay. Which way is that? More north? More north. All right, follow. Then you hear rustling leaves behind you. I turn around real quick. Roll a perception check. 25. 11. You see nothing. The whole world disappeared? Do we hear anything? You heard rustling leaves, but your perception check was high enough to realize there aren't leaves on the ground. What's the makeup of this forest? Is it mostly deciduous or is it... Yeah. Okay. All right. Stuff McGruff. Stuff McStuff. Staff McGruff. Ruff McStuff? All right, Ruff McStuff. I want to go talk to River. Old rushing river, frozen coast. Okay. Hey there, lady. She goes, oh my, who are you? They call me Ruff McStuff. I'm a crime dog. You do crime? No, Did I'm you steal against a bunch of crime. Stu- I'm here to solve the case of the missing garment cases. Bags. I was just trying to make it like a thing. More alliterative. Yeah. What they said. In the woods. Okay. Hey, I was talking to that guy over there, Old Owl. Wise Owl. Wise Owl. He seems to be real concerned with the generation leaving the village. Well, it could be concerning. See how we're all old people? Yeah, I do notice there's a lot of old and young people around here. Well, that's the thing with the boxy. Especially the ones cursed with the curiosity. They gotta wander. Yeah, I have heard a lot of people talking about curiosity. You think that's dangerous? It's dangerous to the village if everyone leaves the village. I think it can be real dangerous if kids get into curiosity for crime. Yep. Is that kind of like the same thing? No. What happens to these kids when their parents leave? Their grandparents watch them? Or somebody. Well, what if they get sick? You know how old people... No offense, they're always getting sick and needing help. It does sound bad. If you ever see an old person in need of help, why not be a good friend and neighbor and help them out? I do. All right, then. Do you think that Wise Owl is overly concerned about this migration, the Great Curiosity Parade? Um, I can't say I care very much. I just am going to live here until I die. Sounds like you care a lot less than Owl. Yeah, he thinks that, like, Oddwalk has, like, a culture. And, like, we kind of do, but we're not a very big village, you know? Yeah. I noticed that just walking around. All right, well, thanks for your time. Okay. I hope to get to the bottom of this soon. Can you point me towards the, uh, towards the stage? Uh, sure. She points you towards the stage. It's really close to the, uh, outfit shack. All right. And then I say... Good day, ma'am. 
take a bite out of crime. Sure. Do you want one of these cherry pies? Oh, yeah. Hold on. And then I turn on my heel and I take a cherry pie. All right. Take a bite out of slime. It's like a little bite-sized cherry pie. Uh, yeah, I eat it in one bite. Okay. Is it good? It's delicious. Do I get poisoned and die? Yeah, you're dead. Dang. Sorry. Take a bite out and die. All right, back to Wendy and Kemen. I want to keep looking around and see if I hear any odd noises. Okay, Dawn says, I told you these woods are haunted. Yep, you sure did. That's the main reason I never left the town, you know. I want to wander and see the world, but I don't want to die to ghosts. Sometimes you just gotta face your fears and hope it all works out for the best. I wanted to stay in like civilized cities and, you know, not fight monsters and stuff. Just see the scenes and, you know, see the culture and travel the world and collect stamps and stuff, you know? Yep. Still can. But if you guys kill this ghost... We gotta find it first. It's in the woods. What? I mean, do you see it? Because I don't see it. Yeah, I have to be able to see it to kill it. And then you hear cracking sticks. Which way? South. I turn around and look at south. You were already kind of looking south. I just look south. Okay. I thought that I was. Roll a perception check. Dang, another one. Ten. Twenty-seven. You don't see anything. You see a like a robin on a branch. I say big guy. Do you think it's like another fear bog and they have that... Don't you have that ability to go unseen? No, I mean, that's like if you... I don't feel like that's for a long time, is it? It's like a round. Yeah, it's like six seconds. I think really hard about creatures I know that can turn invisible. Roll a history check. Or nature check, maybe. 21. That's for history. There are like a lot of creatures that can, like, Brayden, quick name some creatures that turn invisible. There's so many. What about ones that you would find in the woods? Pixies, brownies, fairies. Okay, what's underneath our feet? Snow and leaves. Okay, I'm going to just um, scoop up a bunch of snow. Okay. And then I'm going to walk up a tree. Oh. With my new boots. I want to try them out. Okay. You're surprised at how easy it is to actually just walk up a tree. I am walking perfectly perpendicular. And Don goes, what? To the tree. And I'm like, don't worry about it. And then I keep going up, and then I just sit and listen until I hear a sound underneath me. All right. Dawn turns to Wendy and says, is this just something fearbugs can do? Oh, yeah. All fearbugs can do this. Oh, Isn't that cool? That's wild. I know. This is the first fearbug I've ever seen. I know. They're not commonly found. I haven't actually left the village before. Yeah, I figured since you said you were too scared to leave. Ever since the ghost showed up. Oh, the ghost's recent? Kind of recent. I thought that the ghost had always been here. No, so... Wait, what about those little devils that are invisible? Imps? Imps? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Imps can turn invisible. Boom. Uh, what about invisible things that make the sound of rustling leaves when there aren't any rustling snow leaves? Snow frogs. <laughs> snow frogs. You think it's just snow frogs? Could be. The thing is, I had a bunch of friends. I was always the youngest friend growing up. And all the kids my age, they got tired of being, you know, in the village and they they left. But then I was the youngest one and I didn't really have the courage. But then the, the ghosts showed up and then I can't, I was, I'm too afraid to leave the village now. Well, you know, that's why they tell you that you should hunt the snow frogs because snow frogs imbue you with limitless courage. What? Let's find a snow frog. Okay, we'll find you a snow frog. All right. 
Roll a perception check. Am I perceiving for snow frogs? 29. Yeah. 20. Oh. I was perceiving the sound below me, hopefully. You see a man stand up from underneath the snow. He doesn't have a head. Whoa. And then he picks his head up off the ground. And he puts it on his shoulders. And he adjusts it until it clicks. Then he walks into a tree. Like behind a tree or into a tree? It's into a tree. Was he nude? No, he's wearing armor. I go over to the tree that he walked into. Okay. What do I see? Tree. Nothing else. No. And then Dawn says, you think that was a snow frog? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> snow frogs don't have to look like frogs. Snow frogs are one of the trickiest animals I've ever heard of. All right, quick. Tell me the difference between a snow frog and a ghost. Snow frogs imbue you with limitless <laughs> courage when you catch them. All right, rough mixed stuff. I want to go into the theater area, the stage area. Okay. And I want to look around, poke around backstage and see if there's any clues of somebody tampering with anything there. Roll an investigation check. 11. No, 12. No. I feel like I had to take that ion stone off to be in costume. 11. Uh, what were you looking for? Uh, anything that's tampered with, seems messed with. Out, anything out of place? Uh, nothing seems particularly out of place. Is there anybody there? Sure. Al's there, setting up stage stuff. He's like, how's it going? Oh, it ain't going good. How's the investigation coming along? Well, I'm learning a lot about this town. Yeah? And then I give him a, a steely glare, and I say, oh, yeah. What's the number one thing you learned about this town? Well, it seems like some people don't want people leaving. Yeah. Seems like they might not want them to leave bad enough to start up a theater program. I mean, we've always done theater stuff. We're like a traveling troupe that doesn't travel anymore. Seems like some people might want to leave so bad that they might sabotage the theater plan. Maybe. Well, that's what I'm trying to get to the bottom of. So you think it was Trunk? Why you go to him? I don't know. I was just trying to figure out what you're talking about. I was just looking for clues here, but I don't see anything out of place. Does this all look normal to you? Yep, I'm just setting up for the show tonight. All right, would sure be a shame if someone who stole the costumes would have also set us up for an injury tonight. And by keeping an eye out for any suspicious activity, you too can take a bite out of crime. What? If you see any suspicious activity, make sure to tell a responsible adult. I'm a responsible adult. Uh, uh, all right. Good, good, good work. And then I shuffle off. All right, Kevin. I'm in the tree. What are you looking for? I'm just listening for anything rustling underneath me. Uh, Is anything rustling underneath me? Not at the moment. Okay, I wait until something rustles right underneath me. And as soon as it happens, I drop snow on top of it. Okay. You wait a couple minutes, and then you hear a woman screaming, Bloody murder. Is it Dawn? Nope. But as soon as it happens, then Dawn also screams bloody murder. Perfect. But she's not very far from where the scream happened. Did you drop snow on it? Yeah. What? You just drop snow on the ground? I want to drop snow on the sound of the person or the creature. Like, I want to see if it's an invisible creature and that the snow makes us see the outline of it. Oh. That's what I'm testing out. All right. I get what you're trying to say now. So I'm waiting in this tree until something rustles that I can drop something on or like huck towards so it lands where I think. Do you want to throw where the sound happened? Yes. All right. 
you huck a bunch. You're trying to throw like a snowball or like. Well, if it was like, if it was just right under me dropping it, I think is fine. But if I hit something with a snowball and then it has like snow stuck to it, like then I think that's fine. I just want to see if we can track a thing that's invisible by hitting it with a snowball. All right. So you're thinking snowball instead of giant fluff of snow. I mean, if it's far enough away from me, I brought a snowball up because. It's easier to take a ball. All right, make an attack roll at disadvantage. Okay. Ten. All right, you throw your snowball, and it doesn't hit anything. It just hits the ground. Okay. I cast Detect Thoughts. Whoa. What are you thinking in your head? Are you contemplating what I just said? I'm a learning lost it's detecting thoughts. Which says, I have in my notes that you can use it to detect invisible creatures. Ooh. Which was smart of me. That's real smart. Wait, okay. you take that spell. Do you have to focus on a person or an area? Um, let me look it up. You can also use the spell to detect the presence of thinking creatures you can't see. When you cast the spell, you can search for thoughts within 30 feet of you. It can penetrate barriers, but two feet of rock, two inches of any metal other than lead, or a thin sheet of lead blocks you. You can't detect a creature with an intelligence of three or lower or one that doesn't speak any language. Interesting. Once I detect the presence of a creature, I can read its thoughts for the rest of the duration, even if I can't see it, but it must still be within range. All right. The first level is you just pick up surface thoughts yeah. of everyone around you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you can tell that Dawn is terrified and that Kevin I didn't need to cast detect thoughts for that. A little bit confused. Okay. That's all the creatures you can detect that have thoughts. Okay. I want to walk around a little bit. In the area that we've been hearing and seeing things, just to see if I'm not within range of the thing, the creature. Okay. What's the range on this? 30 feet. Uh, You walk around a bit, and you don't seem to find anything else. I yell up to Kevin. I'm like, hey, big guy, I cast a tech thoughts to try and see if I could find this creature, but it didn't work. So either it's real dumb or there's no creature. And then Dawn says, are we going to die out here? No, no, no. We're fine. We're experienced adventurers. Don't worry. I holler back down. I'm just like, okay, coming down. And I walk back down the tree. Okay. But I walk like face down. Like I look at the ground. I don't walk backwards. Like David Bowie in Labyrinth. Yeah. Walk straight out a branch and then like do like a pivot on like a singular point Uh until you're facing straight down and walk straight down. Yes. Okay. Is Dreamlancer seasoned enough to survive a confrontation with this ghost? Or will they die with Dawn in these woods? Can Rough stuff sort out the motivations of everyone in the village? And what is Wise Owl hiding? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour.
This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com.